0: Welcome to her Pursuit to Purpose podcast where we educate, empower, and inspire a tribe of women to overcome obstacles in life so that she can live and create her best purposeful life. I am your host, Tamia, and today we're gonna to talk about three of my personal strategies to help you experience emotional freedom. So, I believe that When you have a solid foundation on who you are, if you have a better grasp of your emotions, your emotions align with your spiritual well-being. So when you have a better grasp of your emotions, you have more clarity on who you are and you honor your true self. And then you can focus on your purpose. And we will be more open and receptive to experiencing a journey that is purposeful intentional. And that's not to say that life will be perfect. You will definitely experience doubt and fear, etc. But you want to be able to control those emotions and not let them control you. But before we dive into the three strategies that I have for you, I like to keep things honest. (laughs) So I want to place a little disclaimer and to let you all know, and I'm sure you are aware that it's not a magic formula that you'll experience this euphoria 24/7 if you implement these strategies. That is the pleasure of growth. It's a process. So, and let's just face it, we're human beings, we're flawed human beings. But we have to every day, sometimes every minute, sometimes every hour, have to make the conscious effort to work on them every single day. It's a journey of growth. So I just want to put that out there that I'm not saying that you're going to experience euphoria 24-7 and be on this spiritual high because <laughs> you're working on these strategies, but that's what it is on the journey is that it's a challenge and we have to grow and develop each and every day. So I just want these strategies to just be of assistance to help you along the way. So the first Strategy that I suggest is to recognize what God is doing in the present moment of your life, so you can gain clarity and you 're operating from a space of gratitude. We get busy and we are hasty and we're always on the go, but the act of being present will give you clarity. so I want you to think about your day to day activities and In the midst of those activities or tasks that you're doing, what is God doing in those tasks? What's he doing in those moments? You take, for example, your breath, your food, your career, your family, the things that we often take for granted. Think of those things that you experience every single day and how can you see those from the perspective of our creator? So look at the world through love and light. Take the time to see beyond simply what your eyes can see in order to discover the true and lasting beauty of it all. And this happened, well, I had to make the conscious effort the other day in the nail salon. Um, and so I have dip powder on my nails and ladies, you go to the salon, you know, you have to put that foil around your nails for a little bit and soak it off. So of course, you know, you just sit there for for a little bit with nothing to do. <laughs> so you're forced to just sit there. Um, there was a group of teenagers that was in the salon. Um, they were excited, they were on Snapchat, they were having just a great time and they were loud, it was three of them, they're teenagers. And, you know, our first inclination is like side-eye. Like, what are they doing? Why are they so loud? So, instead, I had to make the conscious effort. So, instead of getting annoyed with the loud, mouthy teenagers in the nail salon, I challenged myself to look at the world through God's eyes. What would he see in that moment? Because he created those teenagers like he created me. So, I was able to see friendship I was able to hear and see them laugh and have a good time. They were happy. They were happy to be with each other. I was able to see a group of friends enjoying one another and spending time with each other. Uh So it was a challenge to make a conscious effort to do this. But when you take advantage of those small moments to experience God's presence, life is that much more sweet and beautiful and meaningful. I caught myself finding a sense of happiness. I was happy for those young ladies that they had each other and they were happy that they had each other. So there's so many teenagers and unfortunate things that happen on the news due to bullying who they don't have a friend. They don't have someone that can support them. So I was happy that they had each other in that moment. So, instead of giving them the side eye, I chose to look at them differently. So, what good is it for me if I'm hasty and annoyed and they're just having the best time of their life? You know what what sense of peace do I get for getting annoyed? So you think of things in that aspect, and I remember um Oprah, of course, <laughs> I have an oprah story she it was a while ago she shared the story where she was holding she once held a grudge with a friend um and one day they were on rodeo drive and she was coming out of store and the friend was some distance away and they were coming out of the store and the friend who she had the grudge with was laughing and having the best time of her life or his life whoever it was and oprah was like what is what are they happy about why are they smiling and laughing And she was still holding on to this hurt or this frustration while this person is clearly laughing, having the time of their life. So just being present, just being aware of your feelings and your emotions, there's no need to be frustrated or angry with something that you can release and let go that you can operate from the space of God's eyes. God will want us to forgive. He will want us to move on. And we have to operate from that space as well. And another story that I experienced the other day, just to help you think of just the small things in life that we take for granted. I was in Bible study and this young lady had came up. We had the testimonial time and she just was happy to celebrate her father's 70th birthday. And she just shared with us that her father, there was no male in his life that made it to that age of 70. And it's a birthday celebration. It's something that we are fortunate to do every year if we're alive and breathing. And we take those for granted. And she just was so happy. And it was nice to see her be present and share that moment of her being present because... We take things like that for granted. So I can talk on and on about this, but just to realize in the moment what God is doing so that you can find a sense of peace, of gratitude, of love. You can see beauty. Even if it's just taking a walk outside, what do you see? You see the trees. You see the flowers. They're not going to. The trees will be there more than likely. They won't be as beautiful as they are in the summer or in the in the spring. So just take that perspective in and approach situations from a different perspective, you will appreciate and you will not even realize how much that you take for granted. And we all do it. So we're all guilty of it. Um, so number two, we want to rewire our brain. Okay, so when you look at your journey, you will see growth. And growth requires some reflection, right? Reflection upon who you once were, where you came from, how you were raised. And some of those concepts may be a struggle for some of us. If you look back over your life, you may have experienced your parents getting divorced early on. Or your parents may have transitioned on and are no longer with us. The environment you were raised in was not safe or loving or nurturing. And those parts of your story play an integral part of who you are. But those situations do not define who you are. They do not hold, a, hold you hostage to who you are. They are your experience. Okay, so you think of whatever childhood problems you've experienced and just remember that your past does not have the power to control your adulthood promises, those promises that God gave us of peace, of love, of joy, and of a sound mind if you trust in him. You have to realize that I didn't get to spend time, more time with my parents while they were here, but I made it anyway. Or I didn't get this nurturing environment, but I made it anyway. I didn't get this loving relationship with my family, but I made it anyway, right? So believe that and honor that and believe that you are living You are breathing and you made it, right? Recognize those experiences as they are definitely important, but they do not hold you hostage into the person that you're going to become. And don't just say it and post it on a sticky note, but truly believe it, right? So that's what I love about journaling when i find my journals from the early 2000s or whatever and you know you just look at those moments where you just thought it was the end of the world and <laughs> you just thought that it was going to be over like you don't know how you're going to make it and and you just were confused it was a dark time right sometimes when you're you're journaling you write those things down but you look at 2018 and you're like oh my gosh i made it and i'm so grateful that i made it so when it's hard to envision it during those moments, but re- rewiring your brain takes time and it's going to be a process, but just remember that you're going to make it, right? So you have to rewire your brain and no longer be a slave to your old way of thinking. Instead, you take each day, each moment to reflect on how can I be more grateful? How can I be more intentional? How can I be more present? So let go of your false self, the persona you created for yourself, this person, this person that you want the world to see or you want people to believe, but you don't even believe yourself. We rewire your brain to get it more positive, more intentional and more purposeful. And that takes up a long time and it, it's a challenge, but making a conscious effort day by day, you'll start to make it a habit, okay? So, one, step one, we wanted to recognize what God is doing in the present moment of our life. You know, we want to gain clarity and operate from a space of gratitude. Number two, we want to rewire our brains, you know, turn those negatives into positives and to not operate from the space of negativity, Number three and the last step that I have for you is to operate from a space of exceptionalism. Think of exceptionalism as being true to your true self, not the false self, as I mentioned earlier. Exceptionalism doesn't necessarily mean you are right 100% of the time, right? Not to say that, oh, I'm operating from a space of exceptionalism and I'm going to be right all the time. Nope. In fact, think of, the con- think of success. Success, I heard somewhere, is your early window dressing. It gives you momentum for your journey, but it is not the real goal, right? Success, of course, feels good. It feels really good, and it definitely should be celebrated. Don't get me wrong. But it does not teach you everything, right? If you say, I want to be successful... What does that mean? On the journey to being successful, you're going to experience humiliation. You're going to experience sin. You're going to experience failure, heartbreak. But those difficult times teach you so much. That is when your soul expands. That is where your true self lies. Right? So your true self is in those moments when you've overcame the pain, the frustration, and the hurt. So when I say exceptionalism, you're operating from that space of knowing that you overcame so much and that you should be proud of yourself. That is exceptional and definitely praiseworthy. You are exceptional and you need to truly believe that and feel that. And be your biggest cheerleader. Because who's going to cheer you on if you're not going to cheer your own self on, right? Operate from a space of knowing that whatever happens is going to be okay. Whatever goes on, you are going to be okay. Just reflect upon that. That is exceptionalism. And that's honoring your true self. Operate from that space. So we want to recap. The three personal strategies that I have for you to overcome emotional freedom. We want to be present and recognize what God is doing in your present moment. You want to operate with a space, operate from a space of gratitude. Be strategic and honor the person that you are becoming. Okay. Number two, you want to rewire your brain. And remember, you are not what happens to you. You are how you overcame what happened to you. And number three, you want to be open to operate from a zone of exceptionalism. Mediocre is not good enough. You want to operate and act like you are the most brave and intelligent person in the world because you are. And as always, honor your true authentic self. Okay, so it was a lot. And I hope that you are able to pause, jot down notes and come back to it, replay it, whatever you may need to do. Um, If there are some ways that you want to share with us, please feel free to leave a comment. As always, like, share, subscribe, tell your tribe to get over here and share their thoughts as well. And as always, I want to thank you for your gift of time because that is the greatest gift that we can give anyone. Thank you for your time and talk with you soon.